0: Check, check, one, two.
1: Somebody check on Mike because he's ill as hell. Oh.
0: (laughs) Wait, no, no, no. Do it again. Do it again.
1: Somebody check on Mike Mike! because he's ill as (laughs) hell.
0: (laughs) I'm Robert Therrell. And I'm Chase Bridges. We're both screenwriters. Listen along each week as we either work together to write a new short film or go head-to-head with competing movie pitches. This is Written By... (laughs) something embroidered called the Written By Boys. <laughs> yeah. Chase has an embroidery machine now.
1: <laughs> oh man, welcome to Written By Podcast, the number one podcast in the world. Right behind all the other ones. Oh, right
2: behind all the
1: other ones. Man, I've been doing the
0: Jimmy Stewart impression a lot lately. Well, we've we've been playing that board game, and yeah. there's a character named Jimmy that lives in a mansion. And so and every time he comes out, <laughs> you got to do the
1: Jimmy Stewart voice. I've been seeing tweets yeah. about Jimmy Stewart really? lately. I don't. Uh, I've been retweeting them, so I don't know if you see them. But one was like, "Do you think Jimmy Stewart did that voice when no one was around?" <laughs> and then, oh man, there was another really funny one that I felt like called me out personally. Yeah. Let me find it real quick. Is it about someone doing a Jimmy Stewart impression? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me find it. Let me
2: find it. Let
1: me find it.
2: Please
1: hold. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Please hold. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, boss. I can't come in today. I watched a Jimmy Stewart marathon, and now I can't stop doing his voice. <laughs> and I was like, dang. Yeah. Uh, earlier, I was doing a bit because uh, we were watching A.I., cover videos which not ethical but i was watching them um and i was like can you try like try explaining to like a 95 year old person that this is not really frank sinatra singing bohemian rhapsody
0: this is not really frank sinatra singing apple bottom
1: jeans boots
0: with the fur yeah and then it's like and then i was like imagine you brought
1: jimmy stewart back from the dead and you had to try to explain to him he'd be like oh you're telling me that's not frankie sinatra what? Well, I'll be a monkey's
0: uncle. <laughs> I wonder if the, uh, if the value of an impressionist is going to go down with the AI stuff. Yeah. Or if people are still going to recognize that as a talent. Cause I was thinking about, you know, with the AI covers, like they're, right. uh, I actually, a little foreshadowing. I talk about it a little in my pitch, but, uh, oh, okay. they're, uh, there are people that are that are rapping as cartoon characters now but it used to be mm. that just people that could do really good impressions like the hank trill guy yeah they, they would would do, do a do hank hill impression Pearl but Pine now propane yeah but now the most popular artists like that they all use ai right well i mean so here's the thing about impressions
1: too is like impressions is like a cool party trick yeah. there's not really a lot of room in show business for impressionists yeah.
0: other than saturday night live yeah
1: yeah you could do saturday night live and you can go on America's Got Talent. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like
0: there's not a need. Or you could be Hank Trill. <laughs>
1: but- right. Right. There's not a huge um, market for impressionists. Yeah. And I think now
0: it's even going to go down even more because. Yeah. Although I will say, like usually impressionists, like that's not the only thing they do, but that can right. be a major way they get their career started. It's oh, some, yeah, someone like a Bill Hader. He auditions with his Casey Kasem voice. I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> or even like a, we know Jamie Costa, his whole yeah. career started because he the did Impressions. Robin yeah. Williams on Vine, but. Yeah. I think it's a yeah, good. Yeah, I think, I think that might not be a path anymore. Right. Now that
1: everyone on the internet. Because also, I mean, because you can make the argument now, if you saw someone on TikTok doing impressions, you'd be like, oh, it's
0: an AI thing and there's lip syncing. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: just don't know. It's interesting.
0: Yeah. But hey, guys, we aren't—we aren't going to talk about AI all this episode because this is a rival pitch episode.
1: Rival pitches. of the success of the Puss in Boots the last witch the last wish movie the last witch um which I caught like the first like five minutes of at work the other day yeah it was on at the office and uh man
0: looks really good yeah I still haven't seen it but the uh animation just looks incredible on that
1: I love Antonio Banderas you put Antonio Banderas in anything and I'm watching it yeah uh and then it reminded me of just, like, how great the Shrek movies are. Yeah. So we're doing... So basically what we're doing for this week's Rival Pitch is just like how Puss in Boots got a spinoff movie, we take a Shrek
0: character yep. and do a spinoff movie. I'm yeah. a little worried we did the same character. I was thinking about this, too, because there are only so many supporting characters. And but there's uh, only so many that, like,
1: could have their own standalone movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, because, I mean, there's, like, the three little pigs, and I was like, yeah. that's not... Got yeah. legs. Uh the three blind mice. I, yeah I, I,
0: unless this is one of yours. <laughs> yeah. I don't see I mean see there's a having... there's the big bad wolf, there's yeah, the that's gingerbread a cool man, one. there's Pinocchio. Yeah, the Pinocchio would be dope. Dip into the villains and you know, there's a uh, Prince Charming. Fairy yeah. Godmother, I thought about for a little, but Yeah. I saw happened. I found a list online of yeah. like spin uh
1: Shrek characters who deserve a spin off. And one of them was the, the magic mirror.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, but yeah, the uh, Shrek is so interesting because it's it's stayed very consistent in the zeitgeist of of culture. Yeah, like if anything, it's almost like it's second only to SpongeBob and how long mm. it's lasted, and how in pop culture, and how like the kids that grew up with it are still huge fans of it, but also yeah. new kids still gravitate towards it
1: i think i think the most recent example would be the minions from despicable me yeah yeah that's been a while ago now
0: but it's yeah. still way more recent than like the first shrek yeah. movie but yeah shrek is crazy actually it's it's really funny we're doing this episode today because have you heard of shrek rave no there is a so i know about this because i i follow this guy he's a his main job is he's like one of the only professional meme makers <laughs> because he uh you know he he's a part of like a bunch of big meme pages i think but also he's the guy that brands go to when they need to make memes he oh. he runs musicians twitter accounts like he runs diplo's twitter and oh, everything so that they all you, what's look his funny. name I follow his those. name is cash it's k on twitter yeah it's spelled with a k dollar sign for an s I think his Twitter is private now, but I oh. I managed to follow him before. But okay. he, uh, you know, he's a professional meme guy. He had a music career for a little bit. But after the pandemic, he started doing this thing in L.A., I think, where Called he would Shrek just Rave. gather a bunch of people together and they all dress up as Shrek or Shrek characters. And they just dance to like EDM remixes of All Star and stuff like that. And it became such a big thing that every year there is like a countrywide tour where they go to different venues. And if my friend didn't have to work, there is a Shrek rave in Asheville tonight that I would oh, have been at. Oh, <laughs> dang! Um, but Alan had to work. Yeah, dang. Yeah. <laughs> so his name was uh, Cash. Yeah, K A Dollar Side H. H. I think. I yeah. Think, is that it? Yeah. Oh. He. uh... There's this Facebook commercial that keeps on popping up in my feed, and he's in it. He has a very specific look. Like, he has, like, pink dreads, and
1: yeah. I can't find him.
0: You're going to have to just send it to me, I guess. But yeah, he's just a really interesting dude. And it it goes to show how deep the Shrek fandom runs. Because this has been going on since the pandemic ended, and live events first started happening So it's not like it was just, like, a meme thing that lasted once, and then people lost interest. Yeah, it's been, like, two years of Shrek raves. Shrek? I mean, that first Shrek movie?
1: Yeah. It's so good. And then the yeah. second one's even better.
0: Yeah. And what what is so funny is... I don't know if you know the lore behind... DreamWorks was making Prince of Egypt. Yeah. I think yeah. and then
1: They would send you to work on Shrek. If yeah, you messed if you were up. doing
0: a bad job, <laughs> Shrek was the movie
1: no one thought would be Which successful. I know myself, and I yeah. know I would have ended up on that. Shrek <laughs> you would have
0: ended the Shrek crowd. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. I feel like I, I know too much about the Bible. They would have they would have let me oh, stay. Oh, one hundred percent. They'd be like, we
1: need Robert <laughs> Chase. You're going to
0: Shrek. And I'd be like, but but yeah. Chase. <laughs> but you'd uh, you'd have a lot more money than me but I don't you know, know Prince of e- Egypt is a pretty successful firm. they're both really great I, I don't great know games, if merchandising wise they yeah. have the same amount of there's not as much merch <laughs> opportunities
1: for Bibles <laughs> no, <laughs> one's
0: walking, no one's
1: walking around in like <laughs> s- stuffed mesh chains there's there no like, what
0: <laughs> there are no Moses raves yeah <laughs> I go to a Moses rave, dude. You part the Red Sea. Oh, and everyone, then the we're, pit. everyone wears red, right? Yeah. You have to wear red to
1: the Moses rave, and then one guy dresses. The DJ is dressed as Moses. Yeah, and yeah. then right at the beat drop, he does the thing, and yeah. you part the Red Sea, yeah. and then the beat drops.
0: And then the beat drops, and you all go in, and just the pit. Oh yeah, yeah dude. That's, dude. I mean, we're we're in the right niche. We yeah. can start the Moses rave. Everyone, I'll to- make some calls. We'll have this set up by Friday.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right guys we're doing we're doing our shrek spin-offs and i think yes. it's it's your week to go first really what was last pitch? last time we did biopics i think i went first for that right oh yeah yeah i think
1: i think i did you did a biopic on no i went first because you closed out the show with, oh did i okay with uh mike warnke okay yeah, yeah. So you go first. All one. right. <laughs> uh, well, when you say what who your character is, we're yeah. gonna realize very quick if I did the same character or not. Okay. Okay. So I'm just gonna look into the
0: camera, and you guys have to tell off my face. Okay. <laughs> this was a a fun one to do. It's gonna be one of my <laughs> more chaotic ones, but uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to do any fancy lead up for it, so I'll just say, out of all the characters, I thought Gingerbread Man was the most interesting one. Yeah. <laughs> i'm i'm mad disagree you disagree yeah who would do the gingerbread man i think someone else did the gingerbread man yeah wasn't me i don't know you just see me in my notebook scratching yeah. out stuff so i was looking at them all because I was, I was really tempted to do uh, Big Bad Wolf, Three yeah. Little Pigs. Because I, I find it so interesting that in the Shrek movies, it's canon that they're all friends now. Yeah. it it's never explained, like, what happened. But I ended up going with Gingerbread Man. Because I feel like... He was the best choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Puss in Boots was a successful spinoff because you had some great... There was great room for a good character arc. With yeah. that character. Enough to just sustain two different movies. Man, you're gonna do a better
2: one than me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think the thing that strikes me about the gingerbread man is out of all the fairy tale creatures, they live in this world where there's a lot of magic and there's a lot of, you know, supernatural things going on. People either have magical powers or they're animals that could suddenly talk. But uh yeah. Gingerbread Man is easily the weakest creature out of all of them. Yeah. Because not only is he really tiny, but he's also edible. And like, dissolvable. Anyone could, yeah, yeah. No, and not only is he edible, but he he's a cookie and cookies taste very good. <laughs> Everybody wants to eat the cookie. And it it's he's a butt of a lot of jokes that he not is to so cute. drop
2: buttons.
0: Yeah. The first time we're introduced to him, he's had his legs broken. Oh yeah, but <laughs> he's also being interrogated. And what I liked about the character, yeah. not to interrupt your pitch here, yeah. is he's like really hardcore he is yeah yeah, yeah. because you you kind of have to be if you're that small and you're going to survive and even though he's so small during that first interrogation scene he, he is doesn't not giving anyone up anyone out boys.
1: yeah even hey if you're the softest guy in the far far away
0: yeah. you gotta
1: be the hardest guy yeah. far far away
0: so the uh the original song we all know is run 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 as fast as you can can. you can't 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 catch me me. i'm the the gingerbread gingerbread man man. and so this is where we're starting the character off we're gonna end we're gonna start this like after the end of shrek 3 where there's that big battle for far far away right and now all the mythical characters are splitting ways and going back home i think if i remember i Shrek the fourth they like enter an alternate reality where yeah. And so a lot of the stuff in Shrek the fourth didn't really pertain to the rest of the characters. Yeah. 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 So I think gingerbread man dies in the alternate reality. He gets eaten. Yeah. 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 And so after the big battle at the end of Shrek three, uh, They're all going home. Gingerbread Man is going back to Drury Lane, which I know I'm mispronouncing. Yeah. I've struggled with that since I was a kid. Drury. Drury. Because it's D-R-U-R-E-Y. Do you know the Muffin Man, the The Muffin muffin Man, the Muffin muffin man. Man? Do you know the Muffin Man that lives on Drury Lane? So part of Shrek is it's canon that Gingerbread Man and the Muffin Man are friends uh the muffin man's his father and creator yeah 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 yeah. the muffin man created gingerbread man in the shrek universe and there's even there's a short that's not like official shrek canon Uh, called the wife of yeah where the muffin man bakes Gingy a wife yeah and so yeah yeah so anyway that's the canon so we're ending this big battle Gingy is going back to Drury Lane to go see his friend the Muffin Man again. Yeah. And it's a dark night. He's walking alone in the woods, and he comes across Hansel and Gretel. Oh, snap. Only, you know, in typical Shrek fashion. Uh, Hansel, they,
1: they're two pigs, right? Yeah.
0: In typical Shrek fashion, they aren't young kids. They are old and they're also, they're going to be human in this, but they're oh, all okay. human and they're down on their luck and they're basically robbing people on the road. Oh, that's cool. And they're, they're going to rob him and you're like, oh, he's a cookie. Cause you know, their whole thing is they eat candy yeah, and yeah, cookies. Yeah, yeah. The the witch's house that they get lured into is made out of gingerbread. It's so like a gingerbread cookie. Oh, and so snack. they're trying to eat Gingy, and Gingy is scared for his life. And so he's running, he's running, but of course he's a, he's a quick runner. And so right. he's. But he gets cornered. But who saves him but the Muffin Man. And he's like,
2: oh, Muffin Man, I haven't seen you in so long. And they hug (laughs) each other. He's like, it's been so long since I've been on Drury Lane.
0: And that's when the Muffin Man is like, well, things have changed a lot since, since you were gone. Oh, man. And anyway, Drury Lane, it used to be like your typical quaint English town. But now it's been completely run over. Uh, it's mostly abandoned, but all the buildings are are broken, and there's a lot of poverty around. Everybody is struggling in this town. And he's like, "What?
2: What happened to the Lane Muffin Man?" And
0: he's like, "Well, <laughs> well, we fell on hard times since uh, our the the king of this region got overthrown, and we're now ruled by the Snow Queen." The Snow Queen. So the Snow Queen. We're basically how shrek does riffs on different fairy tale characters the yeah. snow queen is half inspired by elsa or okay. not elsa but uh the 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 the, the ice lady in frozen yeah yeah because that the the snow queen was originally who inspired that so it's half inspired by frozen and half inspired by the white witch from in the, Light of the witch of the wardrobe makes sense And so anyway, the uh, the Snow Queen now runs this place, and no one has a lot of money anymore, and nobody is buying baked goods. And so... (laughs) Dang. Gingy really wants to help the Muffin Man out, but uh, anyway, he's walking around, and he comes across... In Shrek the 4th, when Steelson did that little thing and showed the alternate reality, yeah, uh, he messed with the flow of time. <gasps> and since we're used to all these multiverse stuff and things, uh, I feel like an audience will buy it. But there's been a little rift in space-time. And out of this portal comes this box. And the box has a picture of the Pied Piper on it. Oh, that's cool. And he's like, oh, it's a magical box from the Pied Piper. And he hears music coming from it. He's like, oh, I wonder, is that the Pied Piper's flute? He's like, yeah, I I hear flute music. I think I have the Pied Piper's magical flute. But he opens it up, and it's not a flute, but it's a a laptop computer. (laughs) It's a laptop computer, and there's a microphone, and it's open to... (laughs) It's open to Piper Pro, which is a DAW. And he's like, oh, wow. There's all this fancy modern technology that makes music. And so the gingerbread man, in, in this story, he basically starts a music career. Because I'm inspired by... MC Gingy. Yes. I'm inspired by this recent trend of cartoon characters making hip hop songs. Right. Of course, it started with Hank Trill. He's doing a Hank Hill impression, but he's selling propane. And then we got Carl Weezer on Spotify. Yeah. And now there are a bunch of AI SpongeBob stuff. Oh, man. Most recently, Glorb. Glorb. You dropped a new one today. I listened to it on the way, and it it goes hard.
1: We don't agree with AI, but we consume it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although, man, I I do miss when it was impressionist. Yeah, because like that that Hank Trill does just hit different. Yeah, yeah it does. Man. Whenever Metro Boomhauer gets on a song, it's <laughs> Metro Boom. But yeah, it, I I figured it's time a studio takes advantage and makes their own characters hip hop artists, and so yeah. I feel like Jinji is the perfect fit for this because there is a phenomenon of. A lot of short people becoming rappers. You'll notice that yeah, there there are a lot more short rappers. I think than any other genre. There's something unique about. I remember watching Kendrick Lamar, who's
2: nobody. I
0: forget how I forget how short he is. But how uh, how short is he? I think he's like five seven or something. But uh,
1: I could probably like.
0: Beat yeah. him up. Man. But I, like, I remember seeing a young Kendrick Lamar doing this freestyle, and for some reason everyone else in the cipher was like over six feet, and so they're all just yeah. towering over him, but the moment he gets on the mic, like all of a sudden, like he's the biggest person in the room. So how tall are you? I'm five nine. So you
1: think in the so crispy cipher that you bodied me because I was tall?
0: I mean, I'm not <laughs> <obviously>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're going by that logic, PD has us.
1: I mean, listen. To, yeah. to be completely honest, I was—if you were going to say yes, I'd be like, I agree. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, PD does kind of kill it.
0: Yeah, he does. Got, like a, KGB got my comrades line, yeah. call me KGV. Uh. But yeah, essentially, Gingy is stuck. He can't get a job in this new world. The bakery isn't doing well. Basically. The new Drury Lane is essentially run by the mob, and they're being really tough toward the Muffin Man.
2: Muffin Man?
0: And Gingy is he's short and edible and powerless, but then finally he starts making music. Yeah. it's the one thing that starts giving him power. He's making this music. And of course, it's enchanted by the Pied Piper's laptop. So it's got that good. And good. so, yeah. Yeah, people, plugins, people are dog. just automatically drawn to his music. So he starts making music and the muffin man is helping him out. Because of course, you know, they're they're cooking together. They <laughs> cooking in it. the kitchen. They yeah. It, baby. yeah. They're making beats and all of a sudden like more fairy tale characters start. Coming to Jumping Drury Lane, we we start like Pinocchio, and then the big bad wolf come, the three little pigs come, the three blind mice come. They're all jamming, and they're all living around him. But uh, the Snow Queen notices that there's something going on in her new town because she uh she's just like the queen of Drury <laughs> wait, Lane now, but wait. she wants to be the queen of wait. all all the far far away. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah. wait. So we just have all these Shrek characters yeah, yeah. showing
1: up, pulling up to the studio yeah, yeah. and dropping Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, this is this is such a great movie. Yeah. Because it, oh man, I'd pay the price of admission <laughs> just to hear Pinocchio being yeah, like yeah. being like just like
2: <laughs> turn me up <laughs> Yeah, you come in here, you know I'm gonna pull the trigger. No I'm not lying because my nose ain't getting too big.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's there's a funny gag I had later, but I'll go ahead and say it now. Oh, yeah, drop where, it. Where Pinocchio is spit bars about how hard he is, but uh, as he's doing that, his <laughs> nose keeps growing. <laughs> and he's like, There's no Captain Marathon! And then his nose just grows, and the whole studio goes silent.
2: Because you know I'm from the streets! Yeah. <laughs> and you know I'm the realest one that you'll ever meet!
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, the. Uh, There's all this new activity. There's all this new influx. The Snow Queen doesn't like this.
2: There's there's so much cocaine. It's always freaking snowing. (laughs) My nose isn't the only thing I'll always be growing.
0: So so the Snow Queen isn't liking this. But Jinji is having a blast. But then he goes to bed one day. And when he wakes up, he feels a little more stiff. He's like,
2: oh no. I think, I think some of the life is coming out of me. I think I'm going stale. <laughs>
0: and the Muffin Man's like, oh no. I need to, I need to figure out how to give you more life. <laughs> and the Muffin Man stays up all night working on how he's gonna keep Gingy alive. But then when Gingy wakes up, he's gone. Oh, <gasps> And he figures out that in the dead and night, the Snow Queen kidnapped the Muffin Man. And so now it's up to him and all the fairy tale creatures to get the Muffin Man back. And essentially, what is happening is the Snow Queen's plot is she is keeping all of the citizens of Drury Lane under her control by, by flooding the streets with Turkish delight. <laughs> You really going in? Yes, and not only Turkish delight, but Turkish delight that's topped with her special snow. Have you ever had Turkish delight? Yeah, it's disgusting. It's okay. You I liked wouldn't. It? I wouldn't sell out my siblings for it, dude. But I thought it was gross. Yeah, I'm sure during World War II it, was, it like... was hitting, but yeah, maybe. You know, we got a we got sour patch kids now. It's going to yeah. take a lot. More. First they're
1: sour, then they're sweet, just like Edmund.
0: Yeah. But anyway, everybody is eating these Turkish Delights. And you remember how Turkish Delights did Edmund, but Turkish Delights with the special snow? Dang, everybody son. is having to go to the Snow Queen for more. And so Gingy is losing a lot of people. And so he has to get them back by constantly dropping new heat. But each song has to be better than right. the last. Yeah. And anyway, their plan is the Queen is having her annual Queen's Ball. And what they're going to do is they're going to Get Gingy's rap career to such a success that he's going to be on the bill for the Queen's ball. Because the Queen doesn't know oh, that she has mag- that he has magic Pied Piper powers. And so once he's on that sound system and he plays the best song of his career, mm-hmm. all of those people are going to band together with him and they're going to get the Muffin Man back. Yeah. So of course, he's got to drop heat. And the- again, the way this magic works is the only way he could keep using the Pied Piper powers as if each song he does is better than, better the, last. than the last. And so, you know, we get just the fudded games of all the characters dropping heat, and they're trying to figure out how they're going to sneak into the Snow Queen's fortress once mm. they're there. Also, meanwhile, Hansel and Gretel... Are like the queen's two biggest henchmen. Because again, they're obsessed with sweets. They've gotten hooked to the Turkish delight. Of course. And they're trying to take out Jinji. And there's one point where they're chasing Jinji. Like after a show, they see Jinji and they try to jump Jinji and then they're running through the forest. But then Jinji, again, his main thing is he has no real powers of his own. Other than running, the only thing he could do is run away, but he's running away and he manages to lead them to the witch in the gingerbread house. Okay. And the witch of the gingerbread house ends up uh eating Hansel and Gretel. Dang, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we don't see it, but you know, you that's, hear that's, it that's, in that's the how background. the story goes. Yeah, it's one of the original fairy tales, so you know, yeah, we're no, doing that, but but Gingy is still getting stale and he's like, hey, maybe maybe this witch has some powers that could help me out and she tries to get the witch to help him out he's he's a little nervous because the house is of course made of him it's made of gingerbread
1: yeah that's a (laughs) risky imagine you walk into a house made of robert exactly yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) and it looks like she's got some powers that are going to help him out but she ends up just trying to to, to capture him and add him to his house Take advantage of his magic yeah. So he ends up he running knows, away like, again or Yeah cause all he's good for is running away But then uh, the midpoint Is he And a bunch of his friends Are traveling to a gig They're doing this small tour And <laughs> they end up running into A bunch of the Snow Queen's men Because the Snow Queen doesn't want people Leaving Drury Lane And so there's this little battle and then that's when the Snow Queen and Gingy meet each other for the first time. And the yeah. Snow Queen reveals, "Hey, I have the Muffin Man. I have the Muffin Man because he's uh, he's helping me cook all these Turkish delights. I needed the uh, best baker in the world to help pump out all these sweets. And dang, and you know, it was it was someone in your own crew that." Oh. That helped me out. And that's when we figure out Somebody in your that his opening act on the tour. His opening act on the tour was the Big Bad Wolf. And the Big Bad Wolf would perform with the three pigs, and the three pigs would do ad-libs like Migo style while he rapped. Oh, I bet that goes so hard. Yeah, yeah. But it turns out Can we make
1: this? Can we make a song with these? We should. We should, yeah.
0: But it turns out that the wolf had sold about and the big bad wolf? Yeah. Oh. He's like,
2: I guess you were a big bad wolf after all. The
0: biggest and the baddest, yeah. baby girl. I'm the wolf. And anyway, they escape this battle. And again, Jinji has to run away all by himself. But jinji and the three blind mice, who are some of the only people that stick with him. That's right. They have to make some songs. He has lost a lot of power because his songs haven't been as good as they have before. But now he is fueled by rage. And he knows the only way he's going to make the next best song is he's making a diss track. And so (laughs) the whole second act is Jinji making diss tracks towards the Big Bad Wolf. The Big Bad Wolf is making them back. And of course, part of the magic is he has to stay on top. He has to be dropping the best music. Yeah, And so now... Their quest is twofold. One, he has to keep on dropping better diss tracks. Yeah. And two, he's a he's been taken off the bill on the Queen's Ball because, because you know yeah. you know he's he's their opposition. He, he an op. Yeah. He's now beefing with the big bad wolf, who is yeah. of course now headlining the event. And oh, so yeah, the the big bad wolf. And so he's having to drop all these tracks, and he's having to figure out, okay, how are we going to sneak into the Queen's Ball, one of the most secure. Balls. Balls. (laughs) (laughs) Secure fortified events in this town and get on the PA system and then drop the most fire track he ever has. So, of course, he's uh, up the night before. He's scheming with the three blind mice. And the three blind mice, they're great at sneaking into places. They're bad at doing things once they're in there because they can't see. But uh, they managed to to sneak in and Gingy is running up to the stage and it, they've they've managed to plug up his laptop and they're going to drop some heat, but then who's running security at the stage? It's Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel, bro. It turns out they weren't eaten. They just, they just faked it. Because they were like, man, you think we'd have another run-in with that witch? We know that witch. <laughs> <laughs> We've dealt with her before. You really thought we could fool you? Nah. We were just getting tired. We would eaten yeah. a lot of Turkish delight that day. Yeah. We need to go get some more. Son. And so, basically, Gingy he has to face his fear. He has to not run away, but he has to run towards the opposition. That's right. And he manages to run, and he takes advantage of his, his nimble, tiny height, and he manages to weave around them and he manages to get on stage. The three blind mice manage to plug up his stuff. There's a big moment where it looks like they're not going to be able to plug in the USB port because, of course, the USB port never goes in on the first try. Right. And they're also blind, and so that also complicates it. So they're like flipping it, flipping it, flipping it, flipping <laughs> it, flipping it. That's a good gag. But they manage to plug it in just on time, and that's when the gingerbread man drops his most fire song. Oh, yeah, bro. Which I have right here.
2: Oh!
1: <laughs> oh! Oh man, I'm so hype.
2: Yeah! It's the gingerbread man! I can for sure, you never gonna catch me! Yeah! Hot day on the gingerbread man. if you thought I couldn't do it while the gingerbread came! Whoa. Run, 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 but you never gonna catch me! No, I'm with a block, so enough will never dare me! Made a gingerbread! Missing with the gas, we hit you in the head And you know gingerbread is scheming If I catch you on the block, I'll lay you in the semen First part ginger, so I never had a soul Second part is bread, cause I get that on the low Third part man, have a yelling in the stands I'ma get that buffing man, if that's how it's gonna go Cookie! Sure, the fuck I'll leave you in the oh, that goes yeah. too
0: ridiculously hard, dude. Choose <laughs>
2: gonna man. I'm
0: going to be, yeah. sorry, you yeah, know, gonna be honest. I recorded man. that song and then figured yeah. out the pitch after. but uh, <laughs> I can't be mad about that. But anyway, he manages to do that. Wow. He rises up a whole army of people in the stands. Wow. But of course now they have to face off against the Snow Queen's men. And so there's this big battle. Gingerbread Man manages to find the Muffin Man. Man. And they're running away together. But then a bunch of people run up on Gingerbread Man. And they manage to beat him up really bad. But then he falls off a ledge. They're in the bakery where the Muffin Man has been baking all this Turkish Delight. He falls into a vat of the Turkish Delight. And what happens is since he is also inedible treat he fuses with the turkish delight and becomes a giant gingerbread giant and so okay now he's really big and he's able to use his powers as a giant to help defeat the army dang and so they manage to defeat most of the army but then this is when the snow queen really starts using her power she manages to sever the gingerbread man from the rest of the turkish delight that's making him a giant so now he's really small again yeah And everybody else is away. And now he's the only person that could stop the Snow Queen. And, of course, Gingerbread Man. He's the weakest character. He's tiny. He's brittle. He's fragile. He's edible. And now this tiny guy, who is famous for running away, has to run towards the most dangerous villain. But he does it, and he manages to... uh, like make her choke on a gumdrop or something i, I, I have <laughs> <laughs> Some a really anticlimactic ending like after this big build-up to him right away but then yeah he manages to defeat the snow queen and now Drury lane is now a thriving community with like a, a michelin five-star bakery that <laughs> hosts open mics every night <laughs> dude man that song goes really hard we're gonna we're gonna put that out on yeah socials there's one line i'm gonna bleep but you know (laughs) dude i
1: don't even think you should bleep it man we're our own people that's so good (laughs) dang it okay my turn yeah great pitch thank you um That song. I mean, I I think if you beat me, it's because that song is so I don't think the
0: pitch works without the song. Yeah. You don't really get the tone of what uh what these songs are. But you imagine a whole movie that's just those songs going back to back. Uh, Very like uh pop star. Yeah. Yeah. You just have these great songs
1: all throughout. Yeah. Uh I have some key similarities in my pitch. We did the same character, I did the gingerbread man. Nice. Um Key similarities you'll see when I do my pitch. Um, man, I, I like your themes. Yeah, uh, mine's a little bit more traditional. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no, you know, rap career, <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, I mean, I think that that, I think that's what makes it so great. Dang! All right, my turn. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> okay, so I also did the gingerbread man. Okay. We open and far, far away, Gingy the gingerbread man, is walking through kind of like the town square far, far away, and people are treating him like a celebrity because yeah. he loves it. And, and yeah. you know, he's having a great time because, uh, you know, his snarky lines and his uh, fierce loyalty uh, during his previous adventures with Shrek and Donkey and Puss in Boots, Uh, he's famous in Far, Far Away. You know, he's a hero. He's one of yeah. these heroes, and that's like in the canon. I saw it on the the wiki. The Shrek wiki.
0: I did read that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so, you know, he's just shopping at the candy store. Yep. The candy store is called Ace Candy. And uh, he, like, picks up some gumdrops. He got some, like, icing. And uh, and he <laughs> and he's leaving the candy shop. And he takes his candy back to his gingerbread mansion. Ooh. He's got a gingerbread mansion. And, and he pulls the candy out of the bags. And uh, he's doing home repairs with them. Yeah because he lives in a gingerbread mansion <laughs> and so he was at Ace Candy like Ace Hardware that's the first gag that's, that's, Um. anyway so he's doing some home repairs we're just kind of getting the sense so this is the opening scene we're just kind of getting the sense of like this is how gingerbread man's life has been going since the last movie and then the mailman stops by and he like shoves a letter through the door making a little like a little letter opener in the door and he's like ah
2: the door oh man
1: (laughs) but uh the letter goes through and the letter is from the muffin man wow who lives on drury lane
0: that is where he lives yeah yeah
1: and uh he's so excited i mean this is his father his the guy Mm -hmm. who made him he hasn't heard from him And, and the letter says dear ginger i have decided to leave drury lane i will be moving all the way to licorice lagoon Please do not visit, as it is very dangerous to get there. Love, the Muffin
0: Man. So your dad is like, hey, I'm moving far away, but you don't come. Yeah.
1: You don't go. Yeah, and he's like, Licorice licorice, Lagoon? (laughs) The Muffin Man would never do that. There's something wrong. And so he, he goes back to town and he finds all his friends, you know, Puss in Boots, Pinocchio, the Three Little Pigs, even Shrek. Yeah, and all of them are like, "Ah, man, you're 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 looking at nothing. Like, there's nothing uh-huh. wrong. He's moving." Yeah, you know, one of them's like, "You let your celebrity go to your head. You're just looking for another adventure. You're just wanting to live up to you know our past things. You want to be a hero again." Yeah, and um, and so Jinji goes back home, and he's like sitting in his living room, and he's he's reading the letter over and over, and his TV's playing in the background. And uh, he's reading the beginning of the letter out loud and he goes, Dear Ginger, the Muffin Man would never use the hard R. (laughs) It's Gingy. It's Gingy. Something's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And so he's like, he's like, there's something wrong for sure. And then suddenly we kind of like, we hear a little bit, the audio focuses in from the TV. And we look over, and it's a—it's um, playing a cooking show starring The Bitter Baker. <gasps> Today, we'll be making my favorite sugar-free gingerbread candies. <gasps> sugar-free? You can't do that. I'm going to stop doing the voice. <laughs> but he's like, sugar-free, you can't
0: do that. You can't make sugar-free
1: gingerbread. Is this like
0: a... Gordon Ramsay's voicing this. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> angry chef type. Yeah. Okay.
1: They got John Mulaney for the Puss in Boots, and so I was yeah. like, yeah, we'll do Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, wait a minute, that's... That's the Muffin Man's recipe for gingerbread men. But without sugar, you, you can't... That's dangerous. And the and the bitter baker is, uh, you know, he's cooking and... um. And then the gingerbread men with the sugar-free gingerbread men yeah. jump up off of the pan, and he goes, "Hello, Ginger." <laughs> so they're also Australian. Oh well, <laughs> Gordon Rams. I didn't mean to be Australian, but he's like, "Hello, Ginger."
0: No, nah, I, like, I think they should all be
1: Australian. Yeah, okay, so they no, could be Australian. Yeah. He's like, "Hello, Ginger," and he goes, "Ginger, this guy." Oh, and then right when that happens, the show ends, and you just hear. The Bitter Baker is filmed in front of a live studio audience right here in Licorice Lagoon. And he's like, oh, it, it's, oh, man. So Gingy, he figures out, like, okay, the Bitter Baker has kidnapped the Muffin Man, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go save him,
2: yeah.
1: even if his friends didn't believe in him. Yeah. He's like, I know something's wrong. I've got to go save the Muffin Man. And he's, and he's going through town. And um, as, he's, uh, as he's walking through the town, like, you kind of notice all there's, like, a bunch of signs that have the bitter baker on it. Uh, everything is, like, now sugar-free, sugar-free, sugar-free. And, like, you're, you're seeing the comparison from the beginning of the movie yeah. where things were all sugary. And now it's, like, very quickly the bitter baker is taken over with its sugar-free stuff. And he and he walks by the, sh- the the candy store Ace Candy, and as he's walking by, he sees a sugar free evil gingerbread man kicking out some sugary treats from the shop. Okay. A tough macaroon named Mira. Okay. A weird marshmallow named Marsh, and a wise old lollipop named Lolly. And
0: they're all sugar free.
1: No, no. These are oh, okay. sugary things okay. that are getting kicked out of the and candy they're all, they're store. They're all sentient. Yeah, they're sentient, okay. like gingerbread men. Okay. And uh, and ginger, Gingy runs over to him, and they're like, you know, he's like, "What's going on?" And they explain. They're like, "Yo, the bitter baker is what's going on. He's trying to remove all sweets. He wants to make all sweets bitter." So, now that we've kind of got established, I'm gonna kind of jump through some plot points here. Uh, they begin their journey, and they, they venture through the Candy Cane Forest, okay. which is being torn down by Bitter Logging, LLC. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, they save some some Candy Cane Forest creatures whose, yeah. like, their homes are being taken down because they live in the Candy Canes. Yeah. You know, they save them. There's some shenanigans, and then uh, they make it to the Chocolate Swamp. This is also kind of a, a bit of a
0: Candy Land. I was about to ask if you're, you're doing Candy Land. Yeah. It's, it's like a... For people that have been dying for a Candyland movie, yeah, this is also that. Sure, okay. Um, we'll get a great tie-in. We'll get the gingy yeah, Candyland Yeah, like the Hasbro game. will make yeah.
1: gingerbread man Candyland games. Nice. Uh, they make it to the chocolate swamp, and they have to really work as a team to get through this hard terrain. It's very dangerous, and this is like yeah. where they really bond and they become a team and they become friends. And um, they get through the swamp and. Um, Uh, at the end of the swamp, there's, like, this cute little bakery.
2: Yeah.
1: And so they stop for food. They've been on this hard journey. This is kind of the, the break in that. This was, like, Act 2, right? Okay. This yeah. is the beginning of Act 2. And and they're eating at the bakery, and they're laughing, and they're having a good time. They're really becoming a family at this point, yeah. right? He's got new friends who believe in him, who are going on this mission to save the Muffin Man with them, nice. And his old friends just didn't understand him. And, you know, he was always there for them when they had crazy journeys and yeah. things, but they weren't there for him. And so, he, you know, he's got all these new friends, and there's this very beautiful chef lady that's been baking them the goods at the thing. Uh-huh. And then suddenly, uh, she starts to laugh, and it sounds like this. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, hey, for a beautiful lady, your laugh is pretty... British and masculine. And then the magic falls away, and it's the bitter baker. And they're like, oh, no, get him. But before they can even, like, jump out of their table, they fall asleep. Oh, the 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 baked goods had been magically poisoned with sleeping powder. And as they're falling asleep, like, the shot's kind of like gingerbread man's point of view, and it's like the, the black is, like... Yeah. Coming in, and you just see the Bitter Baker's face real close, and he just goes, Night, night, sweet dreams. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And so the team wakes up, and they're inside of this, like, prison dungeon yeah. uh, in the Licorice Castle, in the Licorice Lagoon. And this is the home of the Bitter Baker. Mm-hmm. And uh, the team now, again, just going to go through some quick plot points. They have to escape from the prison and they had to find the muffin man that's their objective um they work together they make it out of the the jail part they're going through the rest of the castle and they find the muffin man but he's being held hostage like in the bitter baker's room yeah. uh and this is where we kind of have a similarity in your pitch
2: <laughs> we're
0: both rescuing the muffin man they're both
1: rescuing the muffin man and he's being used to make these recipes yeah because um, yeah. he's the best baker uh-huh. but he's making it sugar-free and bitter, yeah. which is making evil creatures. Yeah. Um and they but and so they're overhearing the bitter baker's conversation with the muffin man. They're like in the vents. And they're like, "We got how are we going to get him? How are we going to save him?" But they're overhearing the conversation, and the bitter baker starts talking about like this backstory um about like his bitterness was related to an incident that involved sweets you know that kind of classic thing <laughs> he
0: had a traumatic experience with sweets as a child yeah
1: and so now he's the bitter he baker choked,
0: he choked on a gingerbread cookie <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah something like that i, I didn't have all the details sure, down but
2: yeah.
0: and
1: uh you know it's kind of like a really like oh we feel for him yeah and at that moment gingy busts through the vent and he drops down and instead of trying to fight him he just talks to him and he and he uses the information he just learned and it's like this really sweet moment you know yada 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 sentimental and um then you know at the peak moment where it's the the moment where it's like you can tell that the bitter baker like wants to believe Jinji but also he's you know he's got an empire and the muffin man just kind of cuts in and he goes these sweets they're my children and that's like the kind of the 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 straw that broke the camel's back of like he's like oh what have I done sweets yeah. are good they're uh-huh. way better than bitter yeah and he's like but but I'm I'm afraid it's too late this castle it's filled entirely with bitter desserts they, they, even if I wanted to try and stop them I couldn't there's too many of them and they're evil and Gingy's like
2: don't worry. We've got this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and there's this giant, this is the big battle, right? Okay. Uh, Genji, Mira, Marsh, and Lolly, they're all fighting together and they're fighting through the castle. They have to get to the enchanted kitchen because that's where they can reverse the effects of the bitter spell that's in all of the sweets. That's where they need to get. And they're fighting their way through this, ca- the, this castle. Along the way, they lose Lolly. He's, he dies. He's, he was way too old to kind of keep up. And and this is like a devastating moment. Yeah. And then and this is the moment that they realize they're outnumbered. They're overpowered. They might lose. And then crashing through the window on a dragon. Puss in Boots, Pinocchio, the three little pigs, the blind mice, Shrek, Fiona, Donkey, the whole crew, the big bad wolf, they all come flying through the window on the dragon, donkey's wife. And they land in the thing and it's this big epic moment where they all start to fight together and they get Gingy to that kitchen. And once he gets into the kitchen, he faces off against the bitter gingerbread man who is his equal in every way. And it's this epic fight scene and it ends with Gingy winning and he reverses the spell and he gets rid of all the bitter sweets. The end of the movie sees Jinji with all of his friends back and far, far away. His new friends, his old friends. Yeah. And uh, his friends are being like, you know, hey, you've done so much for all of us. It wasn't fair that we weren't there for you. And he's like, but you were there for me. You showed up for me at the right moment. And, and now we have these new friends and they all cheers to lolly and that's nice i there's probably a way to like get some better themes and stuff in there than my friends were mean to me sure and they just show up for no reason to
0: help me at the end but hey
1: (laughs) well you know
0: i i like it It, it's funny that yeah we both did the gingerbread man and we both had a plot point where the muffin man was being held hostage Hostage. and forced to cook yeah in a castle somewhere (laughs) yeah that's really funny i uh I like that. I'm the only thing I'm curious how the uh, the sentient sweets work. I don't know, man. <laughs> like is is the draw of this TV show that this this chef makes living sweets and do those sweets get eaten by people or. Well, I mean, that's the thing is like, the is it like man this is the dude that could conjure pets or like life or something. Well, I don't know. There's some
1: like gingerbread man is a sweet. Yeah, and he's a sentient sweet. Yeah. and there's other gingerbread men and women who are sentient, and some that aren't. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh, huh. that's for yeah. hey. I'll do that work if someone <laughs> pays me to do it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> if DreamWorks buys this, then we'll... yeah, we'll we'll combine our pitches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there you go. I, this is I think this is gonna be a hard one for the audience to like re- vote for this week. Yeah. Because they're very similar. But there's, I mean, yours has that great song, so I'm, this might be an L for me this week.
0: Okay, you've, you've, you've had some dubs recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Can't win them all, especially yeah. when they brought a rap song by the Gingerbread <laughs> Man. I
0: mean, I think we should end this episode listening to it oh, one of more Oh, of course. Time. And guys, that's not AI. That's, that's my voice. That's right. That's Robber. I... I really wish I don't have a good enough Kermit impression, but if I could Kermit. perfect my I Kermit, I feel like Kermit is the next character that's ripe to uh, do a AI. Rap. Yeah, to have some rap well, careers and have some rap beefs, you know. Yeah, there's some good lines in there. Yeah, but man, I uh, I also I just felt like that that seems so up Shrek's alley. Is yeah. that a Shrek is a. It's it's just a, a, a dark and irreverent twist on a classic fairy tale. And I feel yeah. like adding <laughs> added like hip-hop beef into that. I think it works really well. And then also I could I couldn't figure out how to make the gag work but I wanted to Do somewhat of a parody of Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe at the midpoint where it's like hey this person ratted you out and He's being sentenced to treason and now he has to die Unless anyone wants to take his place, <laughs> because he would be like the Edmund standing, yeah. and er- and everyone looks at Jinji, and we think Jinji is going to sacrifice. I was like,
2: No, I- <laughs> you're the
0: up and then that's what the battle starts, and that's what the battle that would be,
1: and then like a song plays over yeah. the battle, like a hard track. I couldn't trap figure beat. out exactly how to make that work, but uh, no, that's a good bit though. Yeah. Hey, great episode, I yeah. think. Uh, yeah, Gingerbread Man deserves a yeah. Play us out, Jinji.
2: Yeah! It's the gingerbread man! Yeah! AKA, uh. for sure, you never gonna catch me! Yeah! Uh. Hot day on the gingerbread man if you thought I couldn't do it while the gingerbread came! Uh. Run, 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 but you never gonna catch me! No, I'm the box
0: I've never done so like a rage song, song before, this is fun. Yeah, this is really good.
2: Getting bread, if you're missing with the gas, we hit you in the head! No know gingerbread stays scheming. If I catch you on the block, I'll lay you in the semen. First part ginger, so I never had a soul. Second part is bread, cause I get that on the low. Third part man, have a yellin' in the stands. I'm like, get that muffin, man, and the how gonna go. You ain't even filming, you're just touring the streets. If you think it's hot, I was born in the heat. I got holes in, in the shit. I was born in the heat. There's some great girl. lines what in there. Hey, thank you guys so much. Here's yeah, the yeah, outro
1: I wrote a Shrek spin off movie about the Gingerbread Man. Basically, what happens is after the Muffin Man gets kidnapped by the Bitter Baker, this villainous baker who wants to take all of the sweets out of sweets and make them bitter, Gingerbread Man tries to get all of his friends, you know, Shrek, Donkey, the whole gang, to go with him on this epic adventure but they don't believe him. And so he has to make new friends along the way to try to save the Muffin Man. It ends with this giant battle. Basically, it's a Gingerbread Man movie, and also it could work as a Candyland movie. You know, he's going through the Licorice Lagoon and such.
0: All right, if they were going to do another Shrek spin-off, like Puss in Boots, I think they should do a Gingerbread Man movie. Now, if I was tapped to write and direct, uh, my take on it would be I am fascinated with the trend of cartoon characters rapping here on TikTok. We had Hank Trill, Carl Weezer, Glorib is doing all the SpongeBob characters. I-, I think it's time a studio takes advantage of this and makes one of their characters rat themselves. So since Gingy is the the shortest and the weakest character in Shrek, his power comes from music. I think he gets like an enchanted doll from the Pied Piper and starts making a rat crew. Now you might think that sounds dumb, but 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 it sounds great. Just listen yeah. to this. I'm
2: a Made bre-
1: you know my
0: ex, and that makes this all feel complicated, yeah, I walked in today. you were blaring that through your t v yeah, bro, I was vibing. is that what you play to get yourself hyped up? No, I actually <laughs> so this is what happened okay uh my-
1: my wife is working late,, mm-hmm. so I just been chilling at the house, yeah, I was like Robert gets here around eight, yeah, I was drinking Red Bull. <laughs> Trying to get myself hyped for the episode. And I went to go play the song that does get me hyped up. Yeah. Which is a song called Wild Boy Remix. (laughs) Ever since I was in like. The Wild Boy (laughs) Remix. Not the one with Waka Flocka.
0: The one with Two Chains. I. I had known about Machine Gun Kelly for a long time. I had not heard that particular song until his punk era and people were oh. posting it again, be like, remember when he did this? Yeah. I had never heard it before. Because the hook is like, I'm a wild boy or yeah, something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm a... Yeah. When I was in seventh grade, yeah. that was the song. Something about that delivery. So- oh! <laughs> I'm a wild boy. Been that way for a while, boy. All I kill is be some... Still ain't went on trial for it! Yeah, dude. That yeah. song gets me hype. Yeah. To this day. I used yeah. to do this bit for a long time in high school. Yeah. Where whenever that song was played, which is more often than you think, mm-hmm. I would take my shirt off. <laughs> So, like, even when I was driving, if my friends in the car with me played that song while we're on the highway, I would rip my shirt off. We almost
0: wrecked all the time. Yeah, no, the car swerves, The entire passenger's like, no, don't. It's like, I gotta ditch the bit. Dude, yeah. We'd be heading to a wrestling show, and it would be the middle of the
1: night. I was 16. (laughs) I'm driving, and they would be like, I got your song, Chase. And they would play it. And we almost wrecked countless times. So, anyway, I played that. I went to go play that song before Robert got here because I was just in that zone. I've yeah. been watching uh mm. my boy asleep on TikTok live. Yeah. 50 cent, <laughs> 50 cent <laughs> was asleep on TikTok live. I was in a silly goofy mood. I wanted yeah. to go play that song on the TV and the number one most popular song for MGK mm-hmm. is that you know my yeah. ex yeah. and that makes so I just clicked that cuz it sounded pretty yeah. good.
0: That's funny. I uh I also came in hyped up. But yeah. I, uh, I had seen a TikTok, and it was like this publicist that was talking about working with celebrities. Yeah. And she was like, the, the common thing about all celebrities is they just decide they're celebrities mm-hmm. before, you know, anyone says anything or anything. They just have that attitude. And mm-hmm. I've we've witnessed countless people that aren't great at anything, but just no. kind of decide they are. People yeah. believe it. So I just woke up today. I was like, you know what? I am. I am. And literally, I... Uh, it's so crazy. I went to this this coffee shop and I wasn't there for like two minutes. This like child, this kid just looks at me he's like, You have a cool shirt and then Heck yeah. So you're like, I'm a star. Yeah I'm a rock star. And I am a wild boy. But now way <laughs> I'm a wild boy. I, I, I kid you not. Like I caught so many people looking at me today and I was like, Wow, it works. Yeah. It works. I mean it helps that you're wearing I mean that's a true. Wild shirt. I'm a, a wild shirt for a wild boy. Yeah. yeah. Oh! <laughs> I mean we were at work one day yeah. and the
1: whole like everyone, our boss and everybody was like, yo, that shirt
0: dog. Well, that's cause that's cause they're all religious and it's a ghost shirt. Well yeah. not well, they're religious people, but like they they believe in ghosts. Right. They believe in ghosts. So I they see that as like that's weird. Hey, I wouldn't be they here. They called it my holy ghost shirt. That's how they, <laughs> that's how they justified me wearing a ghost shirt. You know, some of them, and I didn't say this at the time, yeah. some of yeah. them have devil horns. Yeah, I didn't notice that until after. I mean, yeah, goes, I wonder if they saw that. that. That's... Don't <laughs> they don't They're not
1: attention to detail, people. Um, I wouldn't be sitting here today if it wasn't for that attitude of like, no, yeah. I'm a yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big deal. I'm yeah. a big deal. I used to do it a lot more. Yeah. There's no one for me. I'm not around people. Yeah. So there's no yeah. one for me to really be like. Yeah, I'm a big deal because yeah. there's no one around. Exactly. i don't know, tell my dog I'm a big deal. He knows yeah. I'm a big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're did like five times the height. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, Yo, that dude's a big deal. Yeah. He's he's, he's always, a wild boy. He has he has thumbs. Uh, <laughs> he has access to the food bowl twenty four seven. He's a big
0: deal, yeah. dude. <laughs> okay. All right. This has been a long outro, but uh, this was a rival pitch week, and yeah. real quick. We forgot to declare the winner of the Black Mirror pitch, but... Yeah, I'll wait, do that both. one,
1: and then I'll do the...
0: Yeah, Chase won the Black Mirror pitch, and so yeah, we son. ended last episode on a tie. We are both tied for rival pitch wins this season, and so whoever wins this one is the tie breaker. Well, so, you're not going to like this. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, real quick, we're doing the winners for the biopic episode, too. The winner of the biopic, it was a
1: tie... Really? Yes. However, for a tiebreaker, we need to figure this out, and I figured we can okay. figure this out live on live on air. Yeah. So your minute pitch got 1,441 views. Okay. My minute pitch got 1,680 views. So only 200 more views than you. So That's okay. pretty close. Yeah. Yours got comments of like I need this ASAP and mine got one comment and it wasn't about I need this ASAP okay. that's on Instagram if we go on YouTube
0: my minute pitch I mean, it's going up as we speak. It's yeah. got over twelve thousand. Yeah, yours, your, your Minovich hit really big. It did hit awesome. really big. So I don't know who should win because you got more comments being like, I yeah. need this,
1: but the views. Yeah. Like,
0: so we we had discussed this season that if something was a tie, we were going to use the view count as the tiebreaker. I would, I would stick with was, that. because call it a tie.
1: Why don't we just call it a tie this
0: week i guess we could do that and then we
1: just keep next week next minute pitch i mean it it does add more rate.
0: attention if it's a tie
1: yeah so whoever wins this week so this is the Shrek. yeah yeah whoever wins this gingerbread pitch you guys go vote because this yeah. is gonna be who's in the lead because right yeah. now we're, we're tied up this season it's just crazy
0: yeah this is uh, this happened last season yeah too. we we ended last season on a tie and it, it uh, happened again yeah it i am I know everything about the show looks rigged, but we promise it's not. Oh, no, we we for real ended on a tie. It. We for real put everything out of the bowl. We for real have not drawn a lot of uh, priority suggestions, even though there are like 10 of them. In, there are like 10 of them here in this bowl of not too many. The one that we just recorded, yeah. I believe. Was oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice.
1: Yeah. If it wasn't a priority suggestion, it was supposed to be. Okay. Because it's from our one of our biggest patrons. Nice.
0: Okay. Cool. Well, so, okay, yeah, it's a tie this week, so be voting this week yeah. on who you think won this Shrek rival pitch, because uh, again, your votes matter, and if we end the season in a tie again like we did last season, uh, we'll just have to, yeah, it'll be a crazy finale. Who's going to win the championship, though? Yeah,
1: yeah. Hey, thank you. We're gonna wrap this up right now. Oh
0: oh we we keep on forgetting to say it, but to vote, go to our Instagram. Yes. Go to the post from today. Today being Monday, September 18th. Go to the Instagram post from this day. Leave a comment under that post with who you think should win. Also if you DM us or put it on Instagram, you know, we count those two. So be voting. Yes, thank you so much. Hey, towards the end of every season we kind of get a
1: slump in like people participating and people viewing and stuff hey try to keep it up man we're
0: having a blast we hope yeah. you're having a blast this our uh good. yeah we we had a really busy season recently but uh yeah. we've gotten back into prioritizing for, by and episode. like we, we just recorded one of my favorite episodes and i think so. it's one of our
1: best bowl episodes It'll yeah be really long yeah so yeah keep be lot to look forward up. to guys hey thank you so much for listening we'll yeah. see you next week